0: You're listening to Flying Casual, a Star Wars podcast. Here's your host, Michael
1: Canterbury. Mm. Listening to Flying Casual, you are. Enjoy it. You must. Thank you, Yoda. That was a lovely introduction <laughs> by uh, the little green man himself, folks. You are listening to flying casual and i think you'll enjoy it uh so uh, thank you for those uh for that introduction there yoda it's nice to have him in studio uh actually guys i don't i can't lie to our listeners holly it was in fact to me was um, it? i know that <laughs> i probably should be doing voice acting you know for for star wars and maybe that was a nice um you know a, a little a little tryout. Um, maybe they'll get a hold of this in this audio, and maybe they'll like it. I don't know, but I think it could have been better, right? So today, tore out you know the shower and, and the bathroom, tore out the tile and the concrete background. A lot of concrete dust in my throat right now. I mean, probably terrible. Probably shouldn't be inhaling that stuff, Luke uh but uh you know it's it's there so i think my yoda was was holding back a little bit not as good as as luke's before we started recording holly but you you complimented on his yoda impression Mm -hmm. what what did you think of it
2: oh i complimented it that was that's it luke
0: can we get a test of that i mean it sounded pretty good (laughs) no no i got a different one for you uh hello buyers
2: That's
1: a pretty damn good Jar Jar. I'll be honest. I, did, I was, watched some Phantom good.
0: Menace* this week, and I I was planning to use that today. It's when he uh on on the the Naboo ship escaping, uh, he oh. walks into the room with all the astromech droids and just calls them all boyos. Hello, boyos. <laughs> <laughs> just slamming
1: all of them, just like hey children, like he, he's just coming in, coming in hot.
2: I uh, yeah, I saw somebody on the internet posted um. A bunch of pictures of jar jar binks Mm. but they captioned it with like really like emo song lyrics and now i can't unsee that
1: well i gotta why didn't you show me that i don't know
2: it was distressing
1: well i can't wait to see it uh well guys before we recorded luke did a great yoda And, uh, you know, as nice as Holly is, when we're not recording, I mean, boy, she can be harsh. And she's just like, sorry, Luke, sounds like Scooby. I mean, like, like just stone cold, just called him out and said, sounds like Scooby. I was shocked. (laughs) Holly, you're usually a nice person. But, man, that one, that one hit deep.
2: Sorry, Luke. Jeez. Zoinks.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So not a Scooby-Doo podcast. So maybe, maybe, maybe the world needs one. I don't know. I mean, that show is still going on. You could talk about that thing weekly, probably.
2: I bet. I mean, there's yeah. enough episodes from like the '60s through today that I'm mm. sure you could have enough topics to talk about.
1: Well, maybe we can do a Patreon exclusive, uh, uh, do a review or a commentary of the of the big hit blockbuster movie they made
0: um, of Scooby.
2: Well, I thought. Oh yeah, they have a yeah, live remember, action yeah. Star one. Wars really
0: connection. Too. They got Freddie Prinze Jr. that's right that's right
2: i forgot about that live action one that was weird that one was weird
0: i don't think i
1: saw it look
2: my jam was that there was scooby-doo on zombie island and they went down to louisiana to the bayou wow and went to this haunted house and they had to figure out who was haunting it
1: interesting I, I missed that one, too, apparently. When was, was this? Was I in college? Like, what was? No, this on? was
2: probably, like, 1997. Okay. Seven. Wow. I don't
1: know. Okay, so I was partying hard, playing some little league baseball. Okay. So I missed the Scooby-Doo era, I guess, I'm, whenever that was. But on Haunted Island.
2: Zombie.
1: Zombie Island. Sorry. I mean, Scooby-Doo, I never really interested me. But, hey, maybe, maybe the world needs a Scooby-Doo podcast. Maybe that's podcast number two. We'll see. I don't know. But, guys, we are talking Star Wars this week. Uh, We'll be discussing uh, the ninth uh, issue of the uh, Darth Vader 2020 line. Um, We'll talk about that here towards the end. But I want to get back to uh, talking some Star Wars news Um, that's something you know we haven't done i guess for a really long time we just kind of dig into these comic books and these stories and and hash them out and and i love those discussions but sometimes it's fun to talk about the news so we'll go ahead and tap into the hollow net and see what we have here in star wars uh guys a couple things that i want to talk about that i find utterly fascinating and slightly upsetting um but first of all uh alan tudyk recently did an interview uh, with collider and uh he was asked uh, about this upcoming Andor series on disney plus because to me guys i don't know about you guys i'm thinking k2 is a slam dunk why i mean this is going to be one of the best shows on disney plus it's going to be hysterical i loved rogue one i loved him and cassian's interactions it's i mean this is what i'm looking forward to most in the upcoming shows And lo and behold, we learn that, in fact, Alan Tudyk will not be in the Andor series. At least not yet. So when they ask Alan about this, he says, they're shooting it right now. I'm not in it. But if it stays on the air, stories keep getting told. I'll end up in there. I'm going to be in the show. It's just not. Or it's just that the story that Tony Gilroy is telling doesn't involve K two S O until later on. I can't be too specific, but I can definitely say that I'm not going to be in the first season. Uh, I have a rebuttal. Okay, yeah, okay. So let's let's get into it.
2: IMDb actually lists Alan Tudyk as being credited uh, in the those
1: show. Those lying bastards! I feel that I, you can't trust
2: that. Here's or maybe I don't know. Wait, here's who they list. Diego Luna, obviously, 11 okay. episodes. Yeah, Some obviously. people that I don't really know. But Genevieve O'Reilly, Asmon Mothma, one yep. episode. Fantastic. Uh, That's and crazy. Then,
1: one episode. I feel like mm-hmm. we would get her more. But we'll talk about it. And then
2: it. Alan Tudyk, K2SO, one episode. One And then episode. the producers, Tony Gilroy, Kathleen Kennedy, Diego Luna, Stephen Schiff.
1: So if if we're to actually believe IMBD. Uh, or is it IMDb? DB. IMDb. IMDb. Okay. Did I say BD? I did. Oh. Um,
2: it just sounds like another droid. That's
1: exactly. I confused it with my Star Wars droids. My bad. Uh, if we're to believe that, okay, so let's say that that is gospel. That is that is it. He's in one episode. Maybe Luke. It's a it's a it's a season ending. You know, uh, Cassian captures this droid. And, you know, or maybe we meet him, you know, a little more in depth. I don't know. Or maybe he's just briefly introduced at the end of it. But uh, I I was excited about, you know, having this relationship back on screen. And and it seems like we might be waiting a little longer. Are are you as bummed as I am?
0: Yeah, clearly I am. I mean, uh, (laughs) you texted this information to me and I hadn't heard it. And I was like, man, you brought me down here. Way to go. I blamed you, Michael. That's you know, my bad. I shot That's the messenger. <laughs> uh I, I'm a little confused by this, these Alan Tudic comments, to be honest. Yeah. I I don't know if this has been out there, but I I got the strong impression Andor was destined to be a one-off. Um yeah. like Kenobi. Kenobi, I think they've been Same. pretty clear, is is a one-off, not a multi-season deal. Yep. I think. All the stuff in the Mandalorian timeline, the other series we're getting, Rangers of the Republic, Ahsoka, mm-hmm. that whole timeline areas, to me, seems like it has the room to do multiple seasons, but this yeah. is getting tucked into a much tighter space. Um, yeah. Phrasing. So I wasn't sure. <laughs> I wasn't sure. I, I started to do some uh, pedantic uh information gathering to see if i could crack the code on this and yeah. i checked out it's one i've read before but i went back to the the cassian and k2so comic they put out in august of Good 2017 pull. which Good is a one shot and it actually shows their origin story it shows yep. him uh cassian meeting k2so when he's still an imperial droid and reprogramming him um but unfortunately it doesn't say when that happened so I was thinking maybe they thought, like, if it happens really close to when Rogue One happens, uh, maybe yeah, he doesn't spend as much time with K2SO as we thought he did. Uh, but there's yeah. no there's no clear timeline in the comic. And then um, the Andor series, according to Wik- Wikipedia, is taking place five years before Battle of Yavin, which means it's, it's roughly five years before Rogue One. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, the whole Season 2 thing, like, I was... I was kind of expecting this to be a one off, so I think it's great if yep. Alan Tudyk, K2SO is in season two, if there is a season two, I'm all for it. I just didn't, I just didn't get that impression, so I don't know if if Tudyk is like throwing up some smoke screens and maybe he actually is in it, but they didn't want to reveal it because it actually redoes the story about how he gets turned from an Imperial droid to working with Cassian. I, I'm I'm thoroughly confused at this point. Yeah,
1: I. And he could, he could be just kind of throwing up a smoke shield. Almost said smoke show, Holly. Oh,
2: my God.
1: Watching too much of that Bachelor. Jeez, piece. I didn't even know smoke show was a thing. I didn't know what the hell it meant. I, I thought these people were uh, talking about smoke screens, and Holly's like, no, that's what really, really douchey guys call, you know, good-looking women. Smoke shows. Um, but uh, it could be a smoke shield. Yeah, it could just be kind of throwing up a little uh, diversion because he did go on in, in the article Um, to kind of joke around and say, Hey, but like, here's the thing, if I'm going to be in the show, it better be soon. He said, I'm about to turn 50 years old, or I am already 50 years (laughs) old, whatever he said. And I'm not like, I'm not like some, you know, actors, I'm not going to have someone else go in there, do the action stuff. And and then I'll just be like, Hey, we'll record my voice, you know, later. It's like, I'm gonna have to be on stilts, you know? I, at the seven foot one character, like I'm gonna have to be doing this. So times are ticking. Like you don't have much longer before you know. In five years, I'm unable to do this. So he does kind of go on to joke. So yeah, it could could just be kind of messing with us. uh But we'll find out. I love that you pulled that that uh that short run of the K two and Cassian uh Star Wars comic because you're right. It shows their kind of introduction to each other and the start of that relationship. And so maybe this first season will kind of end with them meeting each other and then we have that comic book kind of tell a story and then maybe season two could kind of pick up where that leaves off that might be kind of cool holly rogue one was not let's go let's be let's be transparent with the listeners (laughs) rogue one wasn't your favorite movie in star wars you know several years back that's true but since I make you watch Star Wars weekly. Daily. You know, it, it was bound to come back. Um, and you were bound to have to watch it again. Um, so what how are you taking this news? We we love Alan Tudick. He he he's a hilarious guy. We love him and Cassian being together. Are are you upset? Are are you can we wait till 2024 20, or 25 and ever to get this get this back?
2: Um, I'm not upset. Okay. i also think that he's kind of not telling the truth. Yeah. But, and I said that when Michael was like, wow, Alan Tudyk said he's not going to be in the Andor show. And I yeah. was like, well, <laughs> they all say that. They all say that. Um, You're right. But I'm not upset. I think, I don't know. I think that that dynamic really did a lot for Rogue One, but I'm not yeah. sure the tone that they want to set for the Andor show um, so it I may like. be that having that dynamic in the show would not be appropriate. I yeah. I personally don't know.
1: I think that's a fair statement. Uh, Luke, maybe, maybe that comedic, you know, relationship that they had just isn't going to fit the story, especially if we're going to start seeing like, uh, sorry guys, I'm kind of readjusting Luke's picture here while, while discussing, but maybe this first season will serve a more darker, kind of introduction to cassian and like he talks about all the i mean we see him assassinate you know uh one of one of his own um in rogue one uh so we know he's done some things for the republic uh, to, 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 to to for this rebellion uh to try to salvage things and he, he says he's been in this fight since he was six years old maybe that humor is it going to lend itself well to, to to us learning kind of this dark story that is Cassian, being the spy that we all have come to love?
0: Yeah, I, I better look beautiful on this this YouTube video. Mike, you look it's good in my now. Contract, you look so, good uh, now. <laughs> yeah, you you take your time. You get those adjustments in. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I liked what what Holly brought up. I, I had similar thoughts once once he told me the news, and I started to process through it. That yeah maybe it, it it just didn't fit and you kind of hinted at it if this is um, a pretty dark gritty spy thriller type thing um, maybe they don't want the kind of uh, comic comic levity that that K two S O brought and I also thought um, I I just I told told you guys before we started recording about reading Black Spire the Galaxy's Edge novel that came out in, in yeah. 2019 and there's a bit of a sassy droid in that called Pook. Um, and then you start to think like, okay, in Solo you got sassy, uh, oh, what's her name? Um, L3. L3. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and K2SO has this snark to him and he's always you know, uh, making fun of people. And so I think it, it it lessens each droid the more of those droids that you get that behave in that way. Uh, so point. you don't want to like also just flood every Star Wars show, book, whatever, with, with this droid who acts in that way. Um, yeah. So maybe they're like, we. it's great in the movie and it provided some levity to what ends up being quite a dark movie. Um, yeah. But maybe for yeah for the tone of this show and just not wanting to have that type of, type of a droid in, in every Star Wars project. Maybe we just say, no, we don't need it. Or maybe it'll be more of a cameo thing later on.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, that makes sense. And Holly, I'm glad you brought it up because I <laughs> I love the relationship so much. And I think they struck gold with it in Rogue One. And it works so well. Um, and you're like, obviously, these guys got some history. Like, I kind of want to learn more now about it. And we hear we're getting an Andor show. Cool, we're definitely going to get that. So there's going to be some disappointment there. But what I said before, when we know when I when this was kind of brought up, we're going to get a rogue one kind of prequel here. Um, I was all about I'm like spy thriller. Let's go some serious stuff that they're dealing with. Like, let's see the innards of this beginning of the rebellion. And yeah, maybe this, you know, that storytelling isn't going to really um, comedy. Maybe not. will not play well into that. So I think that's a fantastic point. Um, still gonna watch it, obviously, but maybe that second season will will uh, will have a lighter tone um, once we kind of establish Cassian and kind of get through those tough times and and the formation of the, of this rebellion um, that he becomes a part of. And then, yeah, maybe those. I mean, we know the comic books are canon; we know they matter. Um, so maybe we can kind of pick up off of that story as well in a second season um, and kind of see some of that on-screen magic that I think the two of them had um and who knows maybe alan tudyk is totally is it gaslighting holly is that how you say it properly i don't know that's is, not
2: gaslighting that's
1: not gaslighting okay trying to trying to okay trying to trying to stay current <laughs> here um but I, I don't know what do you guys think i, I want to know what you guys do you want i mean are you not interested if alan tudyk and k2 aren't going to be in this first season I, it's a gamble I, I think it could be a gamble um, but what we've talked about here, I think that can make a lot of sense to kind of establish it. Holly.
2: I think that it's I think in terms of like what's going to make someone not watch a show, I don't think that K two would make somebody not want to watch the Cassian show. I think yeah. it's more likely that something like not having Grogu in the next season of The Mandalorian would make people not watch that. But I feel like yeah. it's a lower risk for how well the Andor show does to yeah. not include K two SO or at least not like consistently include K two. Um but I think it's also possible that right now Disney is thinking, you know, we'll do this. It's just like a limited series. We'll mm-hmm. do one season, see how it goes. Mm-hmm. If the demand is there, then I think that they have the room to add on to that story. Yeah. And I think they'll probably roll with it.
1: I think so too. And and don't forget other characters that are going to play in this sandbox. Saul Guerrera, I feel like uh, Luke Wright, like could be a big part of the show. We could see kind of the splintering. Um, obviously the, the, the rebellion headquarters, there kind of rolling their eyes, like not Saul Guerrero again. Okay. He has his ways. We know he has a more, um, Oh, I I wouldn't call it violent tendencies, but he's just kind of, kind of outdoing his own thing and kind of splintered off from the rest of the uh, rebellion. So Luke, maybe we could see Saul Guerrero and that could add to that, that kind of darker tone that we could be playing with. I don't know if Forrest Whitaker has even been discussing uh this show with anyone or if anyone's interviewed him but i mean maybe we get saw maybe maybe oh luke might not have found luke can you luke
0: do we lose him
1: we might he might be muted he's guys- muted
0: no, I, I'm here, but uh, you guys have been cutting out on my ants. So I don't know if you've... Oh, no. If yeah, you it must it be those yell, right?
1: 400 freaking megabytes that I pay for that isn't happening right now. Spectrum. Um, Sith plots. Always. I, I mean, hey, uh, Michael's over overloading the frames on, on the freaking Dell uh, for the YouTube. God, who knows what's happening? Maybe, I mean, I'm recording in three different places right now. <laughs> Probably not recording in any of them. Um, but hopefully we are um will
2: we see bale or canna
1: another another great poll holly i think we could see bale that, like i want to see the behind the workings of like this rebellion yeah, right and i
2: would love to see bale yes maybe who else
1: i would definitely some more mon mothma i feel like we, at the time they it's such a great casting of mon mothma and i couldn't who do who, who, you you read her name i can't even remember what her name is Uh,
2: yeah i don't have it up anymore but yeah
1: they did such a great casting with her and it's like you got the look down let's dig into mon genevieve o'reilly yes thank you it was a great casting um there for her so let's yeah let's see some more depth there with the uh the the uh the chancellor uh what are they what what do they call i don't even know what they call her technically um but uh
0: yeah still a, a senator at this point
1: exactly exactly um so, yeah, I, I the more we talk about it, how bummed I was feeling, it's just kind of going out the window. Now Now I'm just pumped. Now I'm excited um, because I think there's so much potential here. And now, after we've discussed it, it makes sense. I, I think there's a lot to process that we need to be. The whole point is to introduce us to this, this, this new rebellion and kind of see what's going on and how we got to where we are. So it makes sense. Maybe we're not going to flood it with this whole Cassian K2 relationship. We're going to hook you guys here with a really, you know, a big time uh, season opener. And then we'll come in season two and kind of uh, flesh out that relationship a little bit. It's, so I'm excited.
2: It's weird. Yeah. I know you said, like, we don't necessarily want to trust IMDb. But I feel like mm-hmm. sometimes they're privy to stuff that's going on. True.
1: Could be. and Way more privy to information than us. Holly,
2: But it's just so strange, like, reading about it. So their overall title says and or. 2022 till question mark so yeah. they were not under like they're not discounting it as just like limited series done yeah. yeah. um but also then i was like well maybe that doesn't have to be legit but then it's weird it says that diego luna is in 11 episodes but it says there are going to be 12 episodes in the series or the mm. season and okay. then it they have actors down As having very specific roles. So I don't know if these people had their like managers kind of report in their roles and they just added it to the show as they went. I don't know if they're allowed to do that or if it even matters for these smaller roles, but they have someone listed us West Mm four. I clicked on it. It said, we have no information about what this role is. Someone's listed us a Docker. Okay. Genevieve O'Reilly's listed us Mon Mothma. They have Stellan Skarsgård as an unnamed character kyle soller and fiona shaw so i mean mm-hmm. these are all people that are in movies that have recently yeah. been coming out too yeah. and a lot of them are war movies Yeah. so it kind of gives you like an Absolutely. idea of what we're going to be dealing with just based on what some of these people have already been in before
1: could be a little darker yeah could be a little wait, wait, who knows um yeah i'm excited for that let's go give me dark that's fine i'm down for it
2: Kyle Soller is listed on here. He was um what was that movie? 1913,
1: 1917.
2: 1913. Yeah, whatever. He was in that movie. He was the yeah. he was the guy, the army guy at the end, I think. Uh, okay. I just like those are all yeah. dark. Great. Roles. Uh, yeah, absolutely.
1: I, I think I think we're I think we're on to something. Um uh, and now I feel a lot better. This is this is what I needed. I needed to talk to him about it with you guys because I was a little worried. Um, yeah, it's, I'm glad that he's coming back, but, man, we, we've got a lot to kind of learn about this rebellion. Um, and who knows? Maybe we'll see a young Cassian at the beginning, and you won't even see um, uh, Diego Luna uh, first. Who knows?
2: I would like to see some flashbacks. I think that would be good since we don't know a lot about him. But then I think we talked about this before, mm-hmm. and we thought maybe that would feel too similar to the Mandalorian with Din having...
1: Yeah, ev- everyone is comparing everything in Star Wars now to The Mandalorian. They're like, Obi-Wan can't be on Tatooine because th- he would just be kind of watching over this thing, this kid now. It's like, so that- that's a totally different story than The Mandalorian. I, I do not
0: understand yeah. that. So, And it's it- an
2: effective storytelling technique.
0: Yeah, and look- it, it's almost required it, by what we know about him uh, that will get some more background, um, within the movie itself of Rogue One, you know, he has that brilliant, um, intense moment with, with, um, with Jin, where he says, you know, I've been in this since I was six years old. So that like, that just invites and begs for, for some sort of flashback to him as a, as a younger, um, person doing whatever. And in the, um, In the Rogue One novelization, it goes so far as to also say his parents uh, were on the separatist side in the Clone Wars, which is yep. another little sort of nugget you could draw from uh, as well. So I I would be very interested to see and hope that we would get some sort of uh, history, uh, you know, that prior to the show's timeline for him yeah. to kind of connect with those moments in, in the movie and in the novelization potentially.
1: Absolutely. I I am here for it. Yeah. What's he gone through? I mean, it we'll probably see the loss of his family or, or something along those lines and some more some more stormtrooper action. I think it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy. I'm I'm I, I am so looking forward to it. And they're filming right now, Alan Tudor confirms that. So uh super exciting stuff. I, I just thought that the interview was fascinating, guys. And I've got another interview that I want to touch on here. Something that hadn't even really crossed my mind, but I find it f- fascinating as thrawn would say um so one more here you know from the hollow before we get to our discussion uh, of issue nine of, of vader um another collider interview uh they were talking to uh, jason isaacs and 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 stumbled uh, across the discussion of his role in star wars uh, as he portrayed um the grand inquisitor uh in season one of the rebels a fantastic voice actor also a fantastic uh live action actor i don't know what you call it just an actor he's just fantastic um i was first introduced to him i was quite a bit younger in the movie the patriot uh mel gibson's film uh which you know uh, love mel gibson or hate him it's a fantastic film and uh jason isaacs as the the uh shitty british officer um is amazing he is an amazing actor um he just plays a great villain he's got a great villain face great villain eyes he's got a great british accent it's fantastic um so i i'm absolutely I love that guy um and holly you mentioned holly was even going through some of his stuff and she's like oh yeah he's in in harry potter as well and i said oh is that uh malfoy's dad now i said no <laughs> Who's the freaking Harry Potter expert on this freaking podcast? Apparently it's me, not me, uh, not Holly, but uh, also played Malfoy's dad. Uh, for those of you who didn't know that Lucius. bit of information, Lucius. Yeah. Um. So they asked him about, you know, kind of coming back to Star Wars and would he be open to it? And he said, I- I'm open to anything. Uh, it's always about the script. So, you know, he doesn't just want to make an appearance to be reviving the character. He's like, I want it to be good. Uh, he said, I don't want to just turn up so that I can take some photographs and go to conventions. I'd like to play. I like to play parts. The Inquisitor was a great part when I played it. And if the Inquisitor was a great part again, I'd be up for it. I'm not sure I've got the patience of Doug Jones, who plays Sauru in Discovery. Sorry, I'm not a Star Trek fan. Um, who was the creature in The Shape of Water and stuff. I don't know how many hours I'd like to spend in prosthetics. But yeah, Katie had a very good time. Speaking of Katie Sackhoff um i know katie and i'll say i've loved being part of the star wars world they've invited me in although i've only ever been an animated character before i'm a bit cagey because you know it could happen i suppose and that's the last he spoke of star wars i'm a bit cagey because you know it could happen i suppose now To me, he's he's Holly's not gaslighting us here, right? He's just kind of that's not gaslighting. That's not gaslighting. We know, Um, but to me, guys, he's kind of dangling out there. Like I, you know, I I don't want to say too much because who knows? It could happen. Maybe it's happening right now. Um, But you know, kind of thinking about the Grand Inquisitor, and you're like, well, he dies. So like, what you know, if if he's going to come to live action and Disney Plus or something like, where could you even use him? and then i was reminded of the the star wars mainline comic that we read several weeks back um the grand inquisitor actually makes a comeback um when luke's go luke goes to one of the old um jedi temple to get you know he gets a, a yellow lightsaber which is sweet and he gets ambushed by the grand inquisitor and he's like in some like hellish like ghostly form Uh, pretty much it seems like he's living in purgatory of some sort you were yeah (laughs) holly's like i i was trying to explain this to holly and she's like i michael i don't know what you're talking about. like you read the comic book holly Uh. Uh, so now it clicks right holly You you know what we're talking about yes so i'm thinking you know i don't know would they kind of do something weird like that in live action have the grand inquisitor like come back there'd be so many questions like Okay, Sith or like Dark Side users, like what is he in Purgatory? Like, did did Palpatine or Vader send him there? Like, they'd have to explain so much. And I'm like, I don't know if they're gonna do something that like that on Disney Plus. But then I was reminded that there's an Obi-Wan Kenobi show happening. And that it's taking place after episode three. So we know. There's Inquisitors. We we I even think that Disney has said that we're going to have, they call them Jedi Hunters or something like that when they released this information about Obi-Wan Kenobi and and, and Hayden Christensen coming back. I think they said Jedi Hunters were going to be a thing. Did
2: they say that?
1: Which, yeah, you're talking about Inquisitors at that point. So I'm like, holy shnikes. It would be so freaking epic if they brought Jason Isaacson to play the grand inquisitor himself and he's out hunting Obi-Wan Kenobi, Luke, I mean, <laughs> this makes sense to me. Is it something that is possible? Am I mixing up timelines? I don't think, but it's a possibility, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, this season two of, of Mandalorian has shown how, how well and how successfully you can weave in all these characters into these series. And you know, if you're careful with it, and it and it fits the story that you're telling, then yeah, yeah. then go for it. Like you said, it, it all lines up with what we know yeah. about the Inquisitors, uh, and you need you need s- some kind of action in this show. Like we like we've said, it can't just be Kenobi sitting in the in the desert <laughs> talking to himself yeah. or talking to Qui Gon. You know, for every episode. So yeah, there's got to be some some adversaries of some sort, and if it's it's probably not Vader all the time. Every time we know yeah. it's going to be Vader some of the time, and it you know it would just all line up to have uh, the Grand Inquisitor. And I love that you brought up that comic because that was uh, a really cool uh, sort of reintroduction to the Grand Inquisitor. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know how many places he's popped up. I don't think very many outside of that first season of Rebels. So yeah. it was it was really cool to see him in the comic line. And you wonder, you just wonder if. Uh, they throw him into the comic line to just remind you about him because yeah, he mm-hmm. is coming up in another project or something like that. Uh, you, you could, you could sort of see that happening in terms of the way they, um, you know, roll these different stories out in these, these different media. So, uh, yeah, I, I would, you know, I'd say greater than 50% chance at this point. Yeah.
1: I, I, you're right. I, <laughs> there i need to revisit actually the 2017 darth vader comic book line because he's in there when they're kind of creating the Inquisitor right. program yeah. yeah so we need to look back and see like okay what's going on there he's in
2: six different comics
1: exactly yeah so there's a and it has to be a lot of that time period um so we'll have to we'll have to dig back into that. But uh <laughs> I yeah. looked
2: it up, I looked it up on um, Wikipedia because I was like, what are like what else has he been in when Michael yeah. was like trying to describe the comic and I did not did get it? Not, yeah. And then it had a section, it was like non-canon. And I was like, what has he been in that's non-canon? Yeah. Like he's like a newer character, right? right. Oh, he was in the, the Star Wars Angry Birds movie,
1: which is uh, yeah. I mean, is it canon
2: though? I mean, movie. apparently there's Jeez. two of them.
0: Yeah. Oh, wow. So, at least.
2: But I do want to say yeah. I hadn't heard anything about the Jedi mm-hmm. Hunters, so I just looked it up and I found um this article on Full Circle Cinema. I don't even yeah. know if that's legit. But yeah, we don't, yeah. They yeah. they took they took parts of um the real like the teaser are real. The real real out. The real the real real. I hate
1: those commercials,
2: by <laughs> the way. Um anyway, so this is legit because this came from that. I didn't watch this. Yeah. But Deborah Chow said, and I quote, this is quite a dark time that we're coming into with him just being a Jedi. <laughs> yeah. It's not safe. Yeah. There's Jedi hunters out there. Everywhere. Which kind of makes you feel like it's going to be more. At least for me, we've been talking about, like, it would be really nice to see him kind of, like, brooding and, like, yeah. you know, reflecting and this sad, yeah. depressed Obi-Wan and what's going to happen to him when we know what happens to him. But yeah. I don't know. That kind of makes me feel like maybe it's going to be – I mean, it like, Luke said it has to be a little bit more action-packed. Yeah. It can't just be him sitting there talking to himself the whole time, right? He just said yeah. that. And, yeah, based on what she said, I mean, it sounds like the focus is still going to be about him being a Jedi,
1: yeah and that so yeah i think you're exactly right that if we're gonna stay on tatooine we, we've seen it in the comic books and some of the the star wars main line that he's out there kind of you know keeping the peace kind of behind the scenes not you know laying low but it's just kind of gangsters and and, and things like that um and some bounty hunters it's not you know we haven't seen sith hunters come and, and, mm-hmm. and look for obi-wan so it would make sense yeah If we're actually going to get some of that in a television series, it makes sense maybe to go off world. I can't imagine on screen Star Wars staying on one planet for an entire, you know, six-episode series. It's just, it seems far-fetched to me. So, yeah, what better way to protect Luke if you're being hunted than to just, and that's exactly what I want Jason Isaacs. I want him to be the hunter. I want, yeah, I want to see Vader doing it. That's cool, but it's like, Vader sent these guys out to kind of do his, 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 dirty work. And he would show up, uh, you know, if Luke Skywalker was mentioned or something like that. Um, so let's, let's see what ha- Yeah. You got something.
2: I just, I want to find, I need to watch this reel because I don't want to be real like, real. <laughs> I don't want to be giving bad information, but I'm just like reading through like yeah. it, it, like transcribed on this page. It says that there's concept art in the reel It says further concept art features a stingray like creature floating above slave workers toiling away in Tatooine's barren, sandy landscape. Ewan McGregor says we start on Tatooine and we go on a rollicking adventure. And then when he said that they teased images, concept art from a watery planet where armed soldiers fire upon a many armed sea creature. Okay. Does that sound, does that sound legit? Like, I I don't don't know. know.
1: I, I don't know. Who knows? I need yeah. to.
2: I want to find this real.
1: I I haven't. I know there's been some set photos that people have been kind of putting out, but nothing nothing too nothing too concrete yet. But I, I mean, who knows? Though it, it just it makes sense if we're gonna if we're gonna have a dedicated God. I mean, you would think it would be almost a six hour series. There's got to be something going on. We're probably not just gonna stay on Tatooine. And if there if there are in fact Jedi hunters, these Inquisitors out there we have to see them this is the perfect time to show them and 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 you know anakin uh, vader knows that obi-wan survived so i mean i feel like that would be priority number one let's let's go find obi-wan and what better way to 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 keep everyone away from luke skywalker than to leave and to take a you know to take the trail elsewhere so i feel like that's a a total possibility And, and we'll have to go back and look um at uh, you know, I don't know, actually know rebels probably won't tell us much about this time period, but we'll go back and watch season one and see what we can glean from it. But uh well,
0: Mike, I, don't I know. like I like too that you brought up the other comic line, uh the other Vader line that has um him basically meeting all the Inquisitors and meeting the Grand Inquisitor. He actually starts yes. out fighting him yeah. um in his introduction to him, and it provides great tension um for Vader for like he looks down on the inquisitors and it doesn't really want them around. And, yeah. uh, he's, you know, makes fun of the grand inquisitor and because I think he wants to be sort of all the emperor needs. Yep. And he doesn't really like these, these other, um, lesser force users around. So it could provide, um, you know, more for Vader to do than just have a confrontation with Kenobi. We could see some of that in the series as well. The Vader, uh, you know, struggling uh to deal with the inquisitors on on his side of things as well
1: yeah that would be yeah that would be perfect television yeah we talked about letting hayden christensen kind of tap into his version of vader and let's see some depth from him and yeah dealing with this so i'm not the only one here that the emperors i mean I, I maybe i'm not a pawn but 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 palpatine yeah when he's dealing with that palpatine's oh no these these are your like this is for you you're their leader like kind of trying to build him up a little bit he's like nah, i don't know about this so yeah seeing that kind of grappling with that would be uh amazing I, I would love to see some behind you know behind the scenes of the empire right now specifically this inquisitor program um god could you see like the ninth sister and stuff and and cool. these characters that we we love and we've seen and and Jedi Fallen Order and things like that. Um, God, so, could you have a <laughs> Cal Kestis run in, Holly? That would
2: be sweet, but probably unlikely. Yeah. But I just had to do some more digging okay. because it was what I was reading was, like, very specific. Not the real real. No, just from the real. Okay. There was a real that was shown to the investors that seems to be a private one but it had a bunch of concept art and that's legit and it really truly did have this as concept art
1: okay well it sounds like things are going to be big and magical and not just sand on Tatooine.
2: yeah it sounds like maybe we won't just stay on Tatooine.
1: and let's be honest like the one thing that's going to keep vader away from tat i mean we know vader goes back and looks for luke and stuff but it's like he hates sand Does he, does he, does he hate Obi-Wan more though? Mm. Like, is he going to make the trip to Tatooine, his old stomping grounds where it's covered in sand? He's like, I left that place a long time ago. Is he actually going to, you know, go there to find Obi-Wan? Is he, does he hate him that much? Probably. Probably. (laughs) We'll see. I don't know. I thought that was a fascinating article. It didn't say a whole lot, but my God, I love Jason Isaacs and he is the perfect villain in any production. But especially Star Wars, he was great as a grand, grand Inquisitor. Put him in a live action show as a Grand Inquisitor, I would be the first to watch it. I, I, I'm absolutely a, a huge fan of his, so I, I'm hoping we get it.
2: I think I'm hoping um, we get it. Yeah, I think that would be really cool. The more that I, the more I read about what was presented to some of the investors, and you know, we we're talking about it, having that conversation right now. I think that. That'd be great. You guys know I love Rebels so much. Um, The Inquisitor was pretty awesome. He was. Well, all the Inquisitors are pretty badass. Um, So I would be on board with that, but I also really appreciate how he said, you know, I don't want to take this role just to be doing the same thing that I did in Rebels. It doesn't really add anything to the story. Yeah. So I can respect that.
1: Absolutely. And man, I'd love to see one of those spinny Inquisitor lightsabers in real life. That would be sweet. And he's right, though. I mean, hes that's some, like, Ahsoka Tano-level prosthetics. Like, that's... We watched, you know, her get all the face paint stuff, and then the head... Like, that's very similar to what he would be dealing with. He's got... I mean, yeah. his entire face would have to be painted. And I can't remember what it is. I think his head's just bald or something. But yeah, but
2: it's, like... It has, like, a different shape to yeah, it. He's yeah. kind of like an egghead.
1: Yes, yes. That felt like a personal... No, I've got a huge head. There's no egg shape. It's just just a big oh giant God. pumpkin head um <laughs> so guys a couple you know interesting things on the Hollow Net there that were fascinating to me and just you know opened up some good discussion here um but we did we, we mentioned you know issue number nine of the 2020 vader line picked up um if you guys remember vader had just uh convinced uh the eye of webbish bog to uh that, that he was worthy of of earning this uh um oh god what are those things called holly the wayfinder the wayfinders we, we know it's a wayfinder uh from rise of skywalker um and he he receives that from the eye of webish bog but vader has no idea what this thing is he has no idea um so he he, he leaves the to- the tomb i almost call it a tomb <laughs> but the eye of webish bog's cave um and he's immediately attacked by ochi like I don't I don't know if he didn't think that Ochi was still gonna be around or what was going on. Um but Ochi attacks him and Ochi's brought with him an army of droids. Um they almost look like the little ninja droids from uh that we saw in Clone Wars. But uh they're
2: pretty
1: cool. Yeah, they're cool. I mean they got a lot of personality, they're kinda dicks. Um they're not the fun, you know, kinda standard droids. What do they call themselves
2: the droid army of bastune i don't know yeah either.
1: it was kind of strange um and and they just have a lot of personality they're kind of doing their own thing i don't even feel like they take orders from ochi they do not uh, they had this commander who's was just like i'm doing this and uh we're going to go take you know these parts off vader or whatever but so they're attacking vader and he's like running for his life uh cuz if you guys remember vader's just kind of he, he's been through a lot the emperor punished him he, he's got you know legs you know that he's kind of welded together and an arm that's not his he welded together from parts he found so he's just kind of hobbling oh. along trying to get the hell out of there um and these droids are, are are hunting him they're like hey, we you know we've heard that he is the emperor's like machine like he is the the machine of the empire like they have this kind of personal mission to get parts off of him which was kind of funny uh i thought but uh they they find out that that uh when they get close to vader that there really isn't a lot you know uh, magical about him that that he's constructed of old parts there's nothing really
2: respirator and a
1: respirator yeah that's old 30 years old or whatever there's nothing really fascinating about him there must be more to him they said and there is there's a hell of a lot more to him but but the machine that is himself it's nothing really to write home about uh, which, was, which was pretty funny. These droids are sitting here critiquing his parts.
2: You know what else I yeah. thought was funny as I was reading this comic, though, is that, like, Ochi is introduced as being some, like, big, bad oh, Sith assassin. God, he's very terrible at he's his job. terrible. I don't know well, how... Well, he
1: successfully killed Ray's parents.
2: But they're not Sith. That's Were just they? I don't know. I don't know. I don't, know. I, I don't think so. But yeah. he's, at that point, just... An assassin yes. i don't know why he's called a sith assassin i haven't yeah. seen his resume but i can't imagine that it's very impressive because he yeah. needs an army of sassy droids to do this I for him
1: i think that was actually their name the army of sassy <laughs> droids the uh, sassy yeah.
2: droids of the yes. luke was talking about those exactly uh,
1: that's exactly what they were luke were you as surprised as we were because yeah ochi talks a lot of crap uh like like you know like a lot of us do but he doesn't really back it up much i mean yeah he was fighting vader he, you know he vader couldn't use the force when he was going to the cave it was this whole test um that palpatine was putting him through but he talked a lot um it didn't really back it up and now yeah he's sending droids out to to hunt vader um and he seems intimidated by his own droids are, are we losing ochi here i mean ochi the weak it seems and not you know not this brave sith assassin that we were led to
0: believe he was yeah, if you think of that like first pain, several issues ago, where where Ochi first appeared at the very, I think, the very last pain of uh of one of the prior issues, introducing him, his arrival into the story, uh, it was like a full page, you know, you know, very heroic shot of watch out for this guy. Yeah, yeah. it's definitely been knocked knocked down a few pegs. I, I got to be honest, I I found this issue uh pretty frustrating and um, yeah. Not nearly as interesting as the rest of the line. I I usually find the the issues of this Vader line fascinating and, and my fascination only grows yeah. exponentially once I start talking it over with you two and, and you introduce your ideas and then I feed off those. And I gotta be honest, it it's it's a pretty bare bones issue to me. There's yep. um there's not a lot that happens. You have the yeah uh, these crazy droids there. I have the page open that has their name. There's a droid crush pirates of festoon <laughs> i don't
2: understand whatever, whatever yes, that is. I,
0: god that was bad that was not good yeah, yeah. It, it's all a bit corny and uh he he dispatches with these droids pretty quickly and then and he moves on to start going to exegol and then it, yeah. it leaves off with the cliffhanger of um he's not yet at exegol <laughs> sorry to spoil yeah. the rest of the issue um but i i'm really excited to see him at exegol and to see like what is Vader's reaction to what's going on at Exegol and what exactly does he see at Exegol? So that's part of my frustration with the issue generally is that I'm eagerly anticipating that part. And and this felt yeah. just like um, a stalling issue that rather than just get to that part of the story, we go through this uh, kind of silly stuff.
2: <laughs> yeah, I agree yeah. with that. And also like – I don't know. I kind of feel like this episode like downplays Vader's strength. Like it made it like kind of makes a joke out of like he gets hurt by these droids Mm or like pull in stuff off of him granted i understand he didn't have a lot of time to like put himself back together and he didn't have good like equipment to do that with doesn't
1: have his lightsaber right now he doesn't
2: but he was still able to they made a big deal out of saying that he like survived the eye of webbish bog without using the force like that was like a big thing in this episode and then at the end of it they get stopped by like this creepy cyclops octopus yeah Squid thing, yeah, and it's just like I feel like the only thing that ever stands Invader's way in this comic line is these creatures, yeah. That's it,
1: yeah. No, I agree. It totally. I don't know if it humanizes him at all. It's just you know, it's 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 frustrating that you would think he would just be able to handle these droids and Ochi and yeah, and and even Ochi here like is terrified of his own droids. Like I I don't I was so taken aback by that that commander droid comes out to him and like raises his fist he's like oh my god please don't hurt me it's like you're you're supposed to be the sith assassin like what the hell's going on
2: he's like the wizard of oz he like hides behind this like big persona but like yeah. can't back it up you're right
1: yeah it was just it, i agree with you both it, w- it was kind of frustrating and and we, we saw on the prior issue that vader had this wayfinder and we're like obviously vader knows what the hell this is and like he's just we're going to be on exegol in the next issue and it's, we're gonna be like okay cool what do we, what's going on in exegol in this time But and we learn now Vader has no idea what the hell this thing is so he really is relying now he escapes these droids and he's relying on Ochi um like we mentioned Ochi has his lightsaber so he knocks out Ochi and drags him with him and gets his lightsaber back and says you're gonna you know after he crushes the droids somehow he miraculously uh then crushes them all easily um well he gets a saber I guess that helps him but um but then he's like you know Ochi you're gonna Tell me what this is, and you're gonna, you're gonna, you know, what I know this is the secrets, this holds the secrets that the Emperor is keeping from me. I just don't know what it is. And so Darth Vader walks over to this speeder or this, uh, this, the starship, starfighter. And it looks like, correct me if I'm wrong, Luke, it looks like, is that Anakin's old starfighter sitting there, apparently in, in flying shape?
0: Yeah, that was one of the more interesting parts of this uh, issue to me, and it it clearly though looks looks greenish, like its accent yeah. color is green, and yep. Anakin's in Revenge of the Sith is um is is yellow, I I believe, or um
1: yeah, you're right.
0: There's I'm trying to find the images of it from that opening scene of Revenge of the Sith, um, when him and Obi Wan are flying in. Um, the battle above Coruscant, um, I think one is yellow and one is red. And I think Anakin's is is kind of a yellowish color. Um, yeah. So I wasn't entirely sure if, but what, who, what other Star Jedi starfighter would be sitting there on Mustafar. Yeah. Um, so it it, it would make sense that it's his, but the color, I, I wasn't sure if the color quite lined up. Yeah.
2: I mean, I guess you could argue. It's got a nice
0: algae on it or something from sitting yeah. there. And I don't know.
2: But I guess you could argue that it's been sitting there for long enough that, yeah. who knows? I mean, that could be a stretch. Like,
0: <laughs> this is really frustrating. I'm, like, Googling images, and all I'm getting is toy images. And they apparently made toys where some of them are green and some of them are yellow, and they're both called Anakin's jedi starfighter <laughs> so well they so, may, yeah maybe he had a plan b
1: kind of starfighter but maybe this yellow one was in the <laughs> shop at some point or and he had this was his backup so hey, hey that that's confirmed then and maybe it is anakin's guys, um yeah
2: something's been bothering me about this okay. line now because at first uh-huh. i was like okay this is just a test and yep. vader's going along with it yeah but this um comic book Told me kind of made me think maybe that wasn't the case. He's not going along with it. Like, he actually is like, Palpatine's keeping me out of things, and oh, that's absolutely. not okay. And yeah. now I'm hell bent on figuring out what it was. Yeah. So, why couldn't he use the force if he wasn't not using the force just to kind of like appease palpatine then i just don't understand why he would like not be using it then
1: yeah he he's still kind of sticking to what palpatine initially told him in this this, to, to really earn my trust again like you're gonna this is the test and yeah so if you are going off script here vader why not use the force and I mean, he used his lightsaber, I guess. that he Didn't he say no lightsaber uh, yeah, initially? Yeah, when he,
2: when he got it back from Ochi. Yeah. But I feel like he could have gotten it back from Ochi sooner if he had just used the Force.
1: But, yeah, maybe. Um, but I think that might have been something that Palpatine had told him as well in this test. No saber, no, did, no Force. So he is just, kind of breaking it. But yeah, you're right. Why just, not just... I mean, I've used Vader in you know, Empire at War. Like, he's a powerful guy uh he could just do one slam in the ground everyone around him's dead all those droids would have been dead so because it's like come
2: he, on he didn't do that i looked yeah. back at it and when he got his lightsaber back from ochi he just took all the droids out with his yeah. lightsaber yep. absolutely i mean classic vader move like classic Bravo. Vader move. but yeah. why wouldn't you just like you said crush them just
1: crush them so guys vader finds uh, what we think is his old starfighter sitting there Uh, apparently from the clone wars still still full of gas still ready to go still flyable and uh and there's also this other this other ship there some vessel of some sort and uh you know ochi i think thinks he's just gonna leave him there on mustafar or whatever here's like no you're you're coming with me like i'm not gonna let you set up some trap here um you're coming with me you're gonna show me what this thing does and 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 uh ochi's convinced he's like you know powerful you know vader's you know he's either gonna kill me or i have to show him you know what this thing is so he ends up showing what the wayfinder is he kind of plugs it in for him and says this is this will show you how to get to Exegol." um and so he loads him up in this vessel along with his starfighter they attach to each other and another random fact there's a freaking uh uh, a uh a, a light speed dock uh, a hyper whatever dock just sitting there, still.
2: What? Yeah. What are those called?
1: I think they're hyperspace hyper rings. Or...
0: Hyperspace rings. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Luckily, there's just one sitting there uh, still. Apparently, no one has 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 found it and taken it or scrapped it.
0: Um, right. And I think I finally solved the color mystery. I, it's been driving me nuts. So I I put on Revenge of Sith on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> the one he flies. In the beginning battle is yellow but remember that one they crash onto to um yeah. grievous's battleship yep and so it might not be working and if you look at before he leaves for mustafar he goes to see padme and he flies the jedi starfighter to padme's apartment and that good one is call. green oh,
2: so this is this is call. his
0: starfighter from from when he arrived at mustafar when he um he lost the battle to Obi-Wan there at the end of Revenge of the Sith. Well, that's freaking canon, guys. We'll get you the facts live if we have
1: to. If we have to check IMBD or the real real or watch the freaking movie ourselves, we'll check it live <laughs> for you to get that information. So this is Anakin's <laughs> old ship. Uh, and, and luckily, there's this uh, this hyperspace uh, dock there, and then he jumps in it, and we're off to Exegol.
2: I do want to say there's, like, one part in this comic when they're, like, flying away. I don't know if you remember when he gets to Mustafar yeah. and he goes in, all those little mouse droids are still like working yes. around. And they're like leaving. And this little mouse droid is just like watching them yeah. go. And it feels very sad to me.
1: Like it's being <laughs> left there. It kind <laughs> No! Of, it
2: kind of reminded me of that scene in yeah. um, Jurassic World oh. where that the volcano is exploding and that wow. dinosaurs on the dock and they just have to leave it down. there.
1: You have to bring us down with that sad, sad
2: moment. Are you gonna cry?
1: I was gonna sneeze.
2: Well, it's all that concrete backer
0: dust that's in my <laughs> oh,
2: guys. I just had to point out I said bless you to myself. Mouth joy, God bless. His no
0: emotions it, it, really come out of his
1: nose. They're coming out. <laughs> they're coming out right now. It's a bunch of concrete dust in my in my face. But uh, you're right, and there was also uh, some comedic moments from Ochi. He said some funny things, too. I'm just like, yo, bro, you were talking such a mad game one issue ago, and now you're, like, cracking jokes and getting your butt whooped? Like, it felt like a completely different person to me. It was almost as if different writers came in here and wrote Ochi. It was weird. It was weird. So Vader and Ochi are off to Exegol uh, together went into you know shot in hyperspace and holly mentioned we, we find out at the end of this issue that um they run into i think we even saw kylo kind of fly through at the beginning of the rise of skywalker there's this red cloud that appears to su- surround exit and, and so vader jumps out of hyperspace and sees this thing and among this red cloud is this holly alluded to this giant s- space squid
2: What is this?
1: So you've got space whales. You've got purgles. You now you have space squid. This thing is giant. It is about probably a hundred times larger than his starfighter. This is huge. The only thing that I think is going to save Vader is probably some purgles just jumping out of hyperspace and eating this thing.
2: I mean, they would, you know. I mean, realistically, whales do eat, well, sperm whales eat squid and uh, vice versa. But.
1: See, guys, like I said, we're giving you the facts. Live sperm whales eat squid. Giant squid,
2: though. Uh, yes.
1: I'm talking like that. Bring down like pirate ship size.
2: That's the Kraken.
1: Ooh, boy,
2: I will. Are we say, gonna start a Kraken podcast? <laughs> I I looked it yeah. up. I just typed in exogal space squid.
1: <laughs> okay. I can't yeah.
2: find the name because yeah. it first popped up with a pergol. And I don't I was think like, we know what no. it is yet. Yeah. But then I did find a headline that says Darth Vader is about to face Star wars's deadliest predator. I don't know that that is, is it though true.
1: it kind of looks like well, the thing from uh from solo yeah there's in, the
2: one
0: in solo and and yeah. that one is called a summa verminoth
1: okay okay so
0: it's not like yeah it this seems to be heavily inspired by by the monster in solo i would say
1: definitely yeah it does look like it so we, we we've kind of experienced him before we'll okay s- this yeah, yeah
2: this article is calling the creature the red horror and at first i thought Oof. that that was just like
1: whoa phrasing
2: yeah I'm just like this is live, guys you're hearing it here. Yeah, first.
1: like hey, 5 minutes of us just typing researching. Is it should we start now? Yes. I'm just kidding. So you we'll see. We'll see where this goes. I feel like we're it's going to be two more issues of of Luke or of Luke, of Vader flying through hyperspace looking for eggs going around running, running all these freaking creatures. They're going to drag this out a couple issues. We'll see. I hope we get there cuz like Luke said, I think we're really looking forward to seeing like what the hell is going on in exegol right now like like you know how how established is this kind of sith this new sith order that palpatine has out there and all these followers like how many people have they recruited at this point um like are there gonna be you know are we gonna actually see any other like sith followers like maybe sith lords of some sort sith acolytes like what what are we gonna see out there that's what i want to see
2: Ew, are we gonna see the beginning?
1: Ew, <laughs> I, lo- I love, you. Ew, can we see?
2: Ew. Sorry, I'll tell you. What, <laughs> I'll tell you what my train of thought was yeah. that led up to ew. that. Ew, I say okay. ew a lot. It's okay. I was just sicky about how creepy it is yeah. in the Rise of Skywalker when she goes in when Rey goes into X yeah. and there's just like that creepy army. Ew. Yeah. And you can't really see them, but oh, they say disgusting. things yeah. all at the ew. same time. <laughs> I mean,
1: they're, they're just, they're just piles of sand, it seems like uh, they all just kind of dissipate, you know, but when they the all between...
2: like yeah. cheer and chant yeah. in unison. Something about that is just really gross to me. Yeah. So. Anyway, hence the you.
1: It'll be interesting to see kind of where exegol stands right now. Is this just the infancy? Like uh, I'm assuming there's not gonna be all these star destroyers out there. Maybe we'll see kind of factory lines of star destroyers being built or, you know, these these kind of Sith acolytes out there building this this uh this empire uh for Palpatine or will we see some of the cloning going on? How how is how is Vader going to respond to that? Like, is he like, um, I'm out? Uh, he is he going to walk up and say, Ooh, I'm okay. out, not cloning out. No, now, all these f- out
2: Somebody released, yeah. um, the publisher summary. Are for... you back on IMBD? No, I'm okay. not. I am DB. Sorry, Mm-mm. somebody released the publisher summary for the next issue.
1: Okay, Wait, let's hear it. It's about the Kraken again,
2: the Red Horror. Oh, okay. that's where it came from. Yeah. After passing the test of the eye of Webbish Bog, okay. Darth Vader has learned the route to the hidden location of the Emperor's greatest secrets. Mm-hmm. But the Red Nebula along the way, but in the Red Nebula yeah. along the way, can Vader survive the onslaught Giant. of the greatest predator yeah. in the galaxy, especially if the monster's most brutal attack transcends the physical. What what, what horrors await the Emperor if a transformed Vader makes yeah. it to his dark door?
1: okay the cover a actually transformed looks vader
2: the cover of this issue if this is the art for it for real it looks pretty sweet
1: okay well a transformed vader yeah we're gonna see how he reacts to all this could this uh squid uh, the red horror the red horror could he be sith could he be there it is luke's got him he's got his hard copy there so we got a nice uh, it's kind of blurring out there but ooh, i like that
2: wait luke has it he could have read that
1: you probably have it too because you have the same or did he? Yeah, it's probably in there somewhere, Holly. Guys, You're I'm not looking. So at, you're not actually looking at the comic on the It iPad. says
2: Darth Vader issue ten comes out on February tenth,
1: twenty twenty one. Holly, we yeah. They show you the covers in there though. Oh
0: goodness! It's, yeah, it, they it, show it, you the cover at the oh. of the next one on the back of the. the
1: it's as one. if holly's reading her first comic book. i've never it's read adorable. a
2: physical copy of a comic book in my life <laughs> oh. i just read what's on this comic book app,
1: oh, Holly. and there it is that's it we're going back to buying physical you know i was trying to avoid it you know uh, it's so funny uh, it, i'm a big collector of, of physical books and, and media and 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 obviously my black series luke has you know in in his his elder years now you know kind of gone away from the physical and and gets the digital uh you know um a lot of the stuff that he will acquire uh but now luke's gone to buying the physical comics i'm now doing the digital comics luke i, I mean why the why the
0: change well 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 there's a good there's a good reason so i you uh, are
1: supporting a local comic book store yeah That's i true.
0: found the, find a local comic book shop a couple minutes down the road uh, so I order through them instead of getting the online. I feel um, nice, nice to support the local business. They got good guys in there um, who I I talked to. I actually stopped by there to get my uh, my nephew a birthday present uh, before I had signed up for any subscriptions there, and they were really cool and helpful. Oh yeah, and uh, I was like, oh okay, I should I should get my Star Wars comics here. Um, Hell yeah, and everything else I'm willing to wait for. So like, I get all my books at the library, all my Star Wars books, and if I have to wait. Um, a few weeks or a month or a couple months after a book comes out, to be the the one next in line to get the copy from the library, I'm cool with that. But with these comics, the way we're talking about them on the podcast, on the podcast oh. month to month, I got to be current on them. So I can't That's right, I can't necessarily wait around for them to come up on the Marvel Unlimited. So I have to purchase them one way or the other, or I prefer to. Um, cause those crazy Russian sites he used to send me drove me nuts. Um, so, yes. uh, yeah, I have that to purchase them up. and, True. and True. I figure I'll, I'll purchase them through the, um, through the local shop. If I, if I'm going to purchase, I have yeah. to say yeah. something. Okay.
2: I just have to say this. Oh, you're going to bring up. Porn I'm gonna, again? No, Jeez. Oh, <laughs> I had a really funny Pornhub joke earlier though.
1: You did. That was, it was good. Pretty good. Too bad. It wasn't recorded.
2: I know. Anyway. I want to go back in time for a second okay. because yeah. you made a really great joke, but I don't think you meant to and I could not let it go unnoticed. Well,
1: what was it? Bring it up.
2: You said Luke in his elder years. Yeah. Now, I would like... Come on. ...a sitcom of Luke's family the elder years. called The Elder Years. That would be awesome. Thank you.
1: That'd be awesome. We'll film it, Luke.
2: The Elder Years. I think it'd
0: be fascinating. I thought so. yeah, I it would be It might it's... be frustratingly boring. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Everyone always says that. That's okay. But I actually think people's lives are a lot more fascinating than they think they are.
1: I'd watch it. That's for sure. I would. Um so yeah, so we 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 we've got had to go to the digital comics now cuz we moved and we don't go to Capital Comics anymore to buy our hard copies. So we got to find a local shop to support. Um we'll, we'll just keep buying from Marvel um on their Marvel app uh, until we can. But uh, guys, don't don't let this issue get you down. We we still do enjoy the comics. We still read them weekly. Um, But this issue just ah, boy, it just didn't hit for us. But hopefully we'll come back. Maybe maybe Vader will will finally get to Exegol and we'll kind of see how we got there, because just like you know we hardly saw the new republic in the force awakens there was just all of a sudden the sith empire out there in the unknown regions on exegol and there's all these ships coming out of the ground you're like where the hell did that come from i'd like to see that if we're not going to see it anywhere else let's see it in the comic books let's see kind of how this developed um and and what kind of cloning they're doing out there are we gonna uh is there gonna be kind of a snoke out there like i don't know that'd be kind of cool that would be interesting. I'd be down for that. Um, so, I uh, anything else, guys, about the Vader comic? I have nothing. Cheers to the next issue. Cheers hopefully. to the
2: next issue.
1: Um, I'm looking forward to that giant squid. Um, looks delicious. Could be a Sith squid protecting the planet. We have no idea. Calamari. Yeah, it could be a delicious calamari. And not... Vader sits there and cooks him with his laser sword. That'd be sweet.
2: I mean, yeah, sure.
1: That'd be awesome. <laughs> um... Well, guys, I think that about does it for us. Um, I, I hope you enjoyed that discussion. Um, really love talking about um, the possibilities of the Cassian series minus Alan Tudyk, um, at least for for a first season. Still excited about it. I'm glad I talked to my friends here about it. Um, talking me down talking about how cool it could be even without k2 um, and i am looking forward to it and also an unexpected discussion about uh, jason isaacs making a a live action debut in star wars he is the man for the job and let's bring these sith hunters these inquisitors into live action and have him leading the charge i think he would be amazing he's an amazing villain uh if you remember him from the patriot he is just fantastic and he was a fantastic in rebels and he'll be fantastic as a live action grand inquisitor um and we wrapped it up here with the uh, issue number nine of the darth vader line, not our favorite but we're waiting, you know, with bated breath for for issue 10 to get to Exegol and we'll see what happens with that giant squid. Folks, I hope you enjoyed this conversation. If you did, uh, the the Holly, the Facebook group is growing. We're, we're, we're seeing some new traffic in there, some really great discussions. Uh, seems like people are finding us there and, and, and joining that family and, and having having just good hearted nerd conversations if that's what you're looking for go to the Facebook group because we are the nerds uh talking Star Wars um and I thought if, you were gonna say yeah.
2: we are the nerds you're looking for
1: well that would have been a really smart <laughs> and witty comment to make which I don't ever do so I'm glad that you, I couldn't think of that Holly but thank you for sharing that because that is amazing can you trademark that okay um and guys check us out on all social media and then uh check us out on youtube if you're if you're into live or if you're well if you're into live sometimes uh formats or long video formats check us out on 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 youtube um, there i promise we won't be having some of the camera issues uh that i experienced today uh just, Labs just wasn't feeling it Streamlabs just wasn't feeling the production today um so we'll get that cleaned up there but you can you catch all our episodes there and there's some special stuff on there soon uh holly we got to schedule a trivia trials with our patrons so i think expect some announcements soon with that yeah right?
2: i've got the list ready to go of yeah. who's doing what movies so yeah. we got a chop chop.
1: Absolutely. Uh, may 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 see some uh, some some Ewok movies making their way into the trials. We'll see. I don't know. Um, and also we are going to have our casual council next weekend, which will be very exciting. Uh, kind of want to ask these guys what they think about a K2 not being a season one. Andor. they Let's probably don't care because they're all dark side users. All <laughs> yes. they care about is the acolytes or Vader chopping heads off, which is fine. That's cool, too. That's cool too. Um, but guys, I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, uh, let us know. Uh, if, if you're on YouTube, like the video, subscribe to the channel. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, subscribe to that podcast feed and, and give us a rating. If you're enjoying it, give us a five star rating. Holly on Apple that helps with the algorithms. Uh, I typed in Star Wars the other day in Apple Podcasts, not a lick of flying casual in there. So let's get that up there. Let's get people listening uh, so they can share in these nerdy conversations and, and hopefully they will enjoy them as well. So tell your friends. Um, let us. know Know that you're enjoying the podcast however you can guys um take care of each other out there um and uh, as we always say here in the end of the podcast may the force be with you all
0: i uh, boys.